Going to university can transform your life and every young person should have that opportunity regardless of their family situation. This is why the Unite Foundation works with university partners across the UK awarding scholarships to care leavers and estranged young people providing free accommodation and wraparound support for up to three years of study. We take care of a place for you to live so you're free to learn, meet new people and plan your future. We've helped hundreds of people through higher education. Find out more about what we do at unitefoundation.co.uk to the second episode of This Is Us, a podcast for students brought to you by me, a previous student, and produced with the Unite Foundation. Um, I just want to say thank you to anybody who listened to the last episode. Obviously, we're just starting out, but the amount of love we've had has been so great, so thank you very much. And on today's episode, I'm going to be joined by Diana, a second year medical science student at De Montfort University. We're also going to be talking a little bit about the coronavirus, because it would be daft not to talk about that during this global pandemic um, especially with this podcast being for care leavers and estranged students so there's going to be a lot of students out there who are in accommodation completely by themselves and if that sounds like you then do get in touch with us on our instagram which is at this is us podcast because obviously during these times you can feel a little bit down um, a little bit unmotivated or just like there's a lot of pressure to kind of do a lot um you're not alone in that and we're always here if you want to talk to us so do get in touch Okay, let's get straight into the episode with my guest, Diana. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How's the weather where you are? Uh, it's quite sunny, it's a shame because I really want to go outside. So. Oh, I really want to go outside. It's funny that like the weather's started to be really nice whilst we're all locked up. <laughs> I know. So I'm in halls at the moment, so I'm in a flat and there's usually five of us, but since the lockdown everyone's pretty much gone home, so it's just me. Um, I haven't seen any- so lonely. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone in halls for about a week and a half. I bet um, you feel like you're living in a ghost town. Yeah, I am. <laughs> oh, are you going for walks though? We're still allowed like a w- one walk a day, aren't we? I do go out every now and then. I need to get my shopping and stuff like that. So yeah. So you're a second year medical science student. Why did you decide to go into medical science? Yeah. So I took um, obviously science and maths at A level, but. Um, initially I wanted to apply for medicine um, but because my A-levels weren't good enough I went into medical science instead um, and then for medical science once I graduate I'll be able to go into graduate medicine. So what is it you're graduating from medical science and then you're going on to study, study again? Yeah so I'll go on to a graduate um, course so postgrad. Right. Postgrad. What do you want to do after your graduate course? Um, I'd like to be a doctor probably specialise in paediatrics so that's like yeah. a doctor for children so, so yeah. how long is that going to take then because I imagine you'll be in education for quite a few years then yeah um well I know okay so my course is three years graduate medicine is four years uh so that's seven and then I have to do wow. like a placement thingy and then after that um I've got to do training which could take up to another seven years depending on what I want to specialise in Oh wow, so like you've got to be dedicated if you want to do that then. Yeah, it's a long time, but I quite like it. At least it'll it'll keep you busy, won't it? (laughs) Oh yeah, it would. So you're a second year medical science student at De Montfort University. Yeah. Where are you from originally? I'm from Essex. Why Uh, did you decide De Montfort then? um, Well, I quite like the atmosphere. It's it's Mm -hmm. got like a good vibe to it. Also, 
um, it has a lot of support for care leavers as well. I did look right. at that before choosing where I was going to apply because I know some unis don't support care leavers as much as others. Yeah, enough. some universities don't offer as much support as others do. So it's good that you looked into that before deciding where to go. And it's definitely like a vibe as well of a place because I went to Liverpool and when I went there to do like like an interview and as soon as I got off the train, I was like, yeah, I love this place. And it's the first time I'd been to Liverpool, but when you know, you know, don't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so what else do you do then outside of university? Um, so I'm current, I currently work at Childline. Um, right. and so work as a private tutor in English, science and maths for four to 17 year olds. That's really cool. Um, how did you get into volunteering for Childline? Um, well, I used their service quite a lot when I was younger because I was going through quite a lot at home. So I wasn't being treated the way I should have been treated. And Childline was quite supportive with helping me to, you know, that it's sort of, I had someone to talk to as well as them signposting me to other people that I speak to about the situation as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I applied a year and a half ago. Um, had the interview and got the place lots of training though training goes on for yeah. a long time but I suppose if you're going to work at Childline then you need to be well trained so yeah definitely and how have you found like working there during this coronavirus lockdown there are a lot more children calling a lot of children worried mm -hmm. not just children young people because obviously you can call them up until your 19th birthday as they say yeah um, yeah so there have been a lot more calls coming through especially um, from children who um, found school as like a way out. <laughs> so yeah. now they're home and they have bad relationships with their I don't know, families and stuff like that, then it's quite challenging for them. Are you working from home with Childline? Um, no, so with Childline, we still get to go in for that. Um, right, okay. because, yeah, because when we're taking phone calls, it's, it's not just like, you know, a phone and you pick up the phone. You know, there's headsets. Mm -hmm. We have to use there's we've got um, everyone's got a massive computer each <laughs> um you have right. to make notes and there's there's a lot behind the scenes that happens um also yeah. if you know at risk you've got to just put like a little mark by their name so when they call again you don't have they don't have to worry about repeating themselves so when you speak to when you ring up Childline again um you don't always speak to the same volunteer because you have different shift patterns and things like that yeah so what they can do is um look at your notes so your number is connected to their system so if they look at the previous thing you were talking about it helps them to just know what you're talking like what you're going to talk about right uh, okay. that way you don't have to repeat yourself mm -hmm. but I am doing my private tuition online though how are you managing that have you found like you've had more work through it well as, as soon as school shut I did suddenly get a surge of worried parents coming through um, but now it's all calmed down again. So I don't have that many students as I did, you know, when I was doing it face to face because a lot of parents, you know, they're just sort of like, you know, I'll just give them a break <laughs> until um, September. Yeah. So I asked you to get three songs together. What was your first song? Um, it was Best Fake Smile by James Bay. And why did you choose that song? Um, well, a lot of the time, or a lot of people say that I come across as quite, you know, cheery and happy. Although, yeah, yeah, most of the time I am actually all right. Um, mm -hmm. but I think a lot of people don't realise what I've been through and things like yeah. that. Also, um, I'm quite musical and there's mm -hmm. quite a lot, you know, guitar in there as well, which I quite like. 
Yeah, you play the guitar as well, don't you? Yeah, I play the guitar, yeah. How long have you been playing the guitar? Um, only a couple of years, because I taught myself how to play that um, right. when I was 15. Yeah. When you were 15? Oh my god, I learned how to play when I was 15. That's pretty cool. Using YouTube videos and stuff, but... Yeah, exactly, that's what I do. I've got yeah. like five guitars in my room at the minute, and I'm like, during this lockdown, I've not picked it up once. Yeah. I just can't be bothered. I don't know. So that song then, um, it's quite a positive song, I think. And it's got like really good, like feel good vibes to it. Quite upbeat as well. Yeah, it's quite upbeat. And I feel like sometimes when you're not feeling great, it's nice to listen to positive songs that make you feel a little bit better, especially with ones that kind of have that message in them as well. Mm. What so far have you found the most challenging times at uni when you've needed to put on a brave face and think more positively? Um. Oh, the moving in day, probably. So, you know, when students move in, yeah, um, a lot of their parents, you know, they're dropping them off and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. See, I had to move in by myself, um, so I just sort of pretend to be happy. Um, yeah, that yeah. can be quite daunting, though, can't it? Like, I mean, yeah. I had my grandparents there for me when I was moving in, but yeah. it's such a big step, especially because you move from Essex to Leicester completely by yourself. Like, that's... That is a big move, and I suppose doing that by yourself can yeah. make you feel quite emotional, I suppose. No, yeah, definitely. Even when, you know, um, I don't know, their families come over, sit in the kitchen and stuff, and I sort of yeah. have to get my food and, like, you know, crawl back out. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it's, sometimes I find it quite upsetting because um, it makes me realise what I don't have. So when you moved into halls, obviously you moved by yourself and everybody else was with families and stuff. Did you find it quite difficult to talk to people about your background? Yeah, so I wasn't sure who I could trust. Um, and especially because a lot of them are coming from, you know, two-parent or one-parent households. Like, yeah. there's no one in my flat that's been in care. So I wasn't quite sure how they'd react to me being in care. Do you think there's a stigma around care leavers? Yeah, definitely. What would you say that stigma is? Um, I think that... Some people think that care leavers might be a bit more challenging, maybe yeah. less aspirational, um, maybe a bad influence as well. So I don't usually tell people straight away that I've been in care. Rather, they, you know, yeah, Facebook and then realise I'm actually I'm actually all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I know exactly what you mean, and I think sometimes it's easier to just like put on that brave face and to just keep yeah. moving with things, like to just get on with it because that's all you can do. No, exactly, yeah. So can putting on your best fake smile ever be a good thing, do you think? Like, could it help to shift your mindset? Yeah, no, sometimes when I pretend to be happy, I end up just being less sad, um, if that makes sense. (laughs) Or if I'm laughing a lot, it tends to cheer me up. So Yeah, I think, honestly, it's a fake it till you make it type thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, if you... Because, like, when you smile anyways, your body releases endorphins, so it's like you, you just and then you automatically feel better anyways Mm. Um, so whilst you're in isolation is there anything that you're doing at the moment to put yourself in a positive place or a positive mindset yeah so I'm doing the volunteering still I'm still doing child line um Mm -hmm. a few blogs as well um what was that sorry uh written a blog writing yeah a bit of writing um and also a friend of mine um, me and him we've been working on a new website 
um, to support young people during this time as well. Um, oh, right. What's the website? Um, well, it's called letstalkyouth.co.uk. And you can mm-hmm. sort of blog on there. You can write your own blog on there. You could draw, send it in, uh, you know, sample some music on there as well. Um, and, you, and it could be put up in our creative gallery. There's also a oh, forum. Right. That sounds really cool. Yeah, there's also like a forum where you've got different topics and you can, and if you sign up, you know, you know when you log in, sign up, um, you can actually, you know, contribute towards it and chat in it and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. it seems like you're a very helpful person, like helping others seems to be what keeps you positive. <laughs> yeah. Would definitely. you say that's right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really nice though. You'll have to um, send me a link to that website. Yeah. Yes, I'll definitely, I'll get involved, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Straight on to song number two, which is Most Girls by, is it Hayley Steinfield? How do you say that? I say Steinfield, but now that I look at the spelling, it's probably Steinfield. Steinfield. (laughs) You said that you like the acoustic version of this song. Um, So why that one instead of the original? Um, Well, I haven't actually heard the original. Um, I oh, just right, came okay. this song in my Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really like the acoustics. Uh, yeah. Mainly because I just like instruments. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. Like, I listened to the acoustic. Uh, I listened to the acoustic version when you sent over your songs, and I was like, "Oh, I really like that. It's kind of like a much more intimate feel, if that makes sense." Um, so you said that you played the guitar earlier, but what other instruments do you play? Um, I can play the piano, the flute, the saxophone, and also the clarinet. That's so cool. You play so <laughs> many instruments. Do you have all of them instruments as well? So in my room, just looking, I've got a piano, I've got a flute, I've got a guitar and the alto saxophone in my room. You could be like, create your what? own band, but just you. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And when did you start playing all them instruments then? So the first one I started playing was the piano. I had piano lessons at school from sort of primary age. Um, mm-hmm. I had grades in that as well. So that's my main instrument. Um, then I took on the flute when I was in year seven. Um, right. Got to be on that. Um, grade seven on the piano. And then I just really like instruments and I thought I'd teach myself a few extra ones when I got to like year nine. That's so impressive. Yeah. Um, why did you decide like you wanted to learn them specific instruments? Um, well, I chose the saxophone because I really like the sound of it. Like I've always mm-hmm. liked the saxophone. The saxophone is such a cool instrument. Yeah, I just really like the sound of it. Yeah. Um, I chose the clarinet because it's similar to the saxophone. Like the way you put your fingers on the instrument is pretty right. much the place. It's just a, it's just that the saxophone is bigger. Um, okay. Yeah, and it was quite easy to pick up the clarinet because, like, the flute as well, the fingering is the same on the instruments. Like, you know, right. the same goes in the same place. It's just you're playing it on a bigger instrument. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's so I'm cool. Do you, yeah. feel, do you find, like, the guitar's similar to anything else? No, the guitar's different. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Because I was going to be like, right, I can learn something else. But yeah. nope. The guitar's different to all the other instruments I play. However, I did find the guitar slightly easier to pick up compared to like trying to play the saxophone. Um, right. Because the guitar, you can actually... You're not having to blow into it. <laughs> um, no, exactly. Can, yeah, so you just have to look. You know, I was using YouTube. Just look at what you're doing and then 
figure it out. You can improvise yeah. a bit. But with the saxophone and clarinet, you've got to blow a certain way. And same with the flute, you've got to blow a certain way, otherwise it won't. the sound will sound weird. <laughs> it won't come is out. That like, is it quite difficult, though, to play them? Because I'd get out of breath. <laughs> um, well, with the flute, because I've been playing that for a while, I find it quite easy. But at the start, it's quite tricky. I'd say the truth is... Is it like getting the breathing right, I suppose? With the flute, I'd say it's the embouchure. Embouchure is like the way you shape your mouth. <laughs> it sounds weird. Right, okay. A certain way to blow it over the hole. And then with the saxophone, that's more to do with the breathing because it's you have to breathe really heavily. Um, are there any instruments that you that you can't play that you wish that you could yeah i tried i tried to learn how to play the violin um right. it was too hard <laughs> um, the violin's beautiful as well it sounds great but i did try and the thing is it's a bit like trying to play a guitar but without the frets like without you know the spaces that tell you basically where to put your fingers I don't yeah know. they don't have any gaps on the violin so that's why I didn't know. I was a bit like, how am I supposed to know where, what note this is? You know, it's just a string. Yeah, that's a point. I never thought about that. Do you yeah, know, I'd that... love to be able to play the harp. Oh, that would be cool. I wouldn't be that's able to That's such a beautiful harp. instrument. Right, we'll go straight on to your song number three, which was Hard Times by Paramore. Why did you choose this song? Um, Again, probably the title. <laughs> and the song's been <laughs> as well. Um, yeah quite a lot of you know hard times um i've moved around in foster care quite a lot lived in a lot of different places and they've all been very hard times <laughs> it can be hard moving around and we touched on this conversation a little bit earlier when we talked about moving into halls how did it make you feel when you were moving around in foster care um well when i first started to move well when i first got placed somewhere i was quite happy because i was in a better situation yeah um, and then when I started to sort of move around, it was it got a bit trickier because, you know, I was trusting people here and there. And yeah, kind of- I mean, I suppose as like as a child or a younger adult, it's kind of like your life is in other people's hands. So like you moving about, you probably do feel like you're here, there and everywhere, really. Yeah. Whereas when you go to university, it's like, all right, cool, this is where I'm going and especially with the unite foundation scholarship as well it's like that's your home now for three years yeah and i suppose that can give you like a little bit of a a breather i suppose yeah definitely it is difficult being in this lockdown especially for you being by yourself but i think people from your background are a lot more resilient to this sort of stuff yeah no i think so as well because um it's not just COVID-19 that's caused them to become isolated and not have any family. They obviously had these issues before that as well. So it's not, it's just been intensified due to the situation, but the issue has always been there. There's this um, organisation in Leicester called Leicestershire Cares, and it's a charity that supports caregivers, and they're doing a bit of raising awareness um, of what some caregivers are going through, especially because of the COVID lockdown. I think a lot of people don't realise what care leavers go through like they think oh yeah you know I've lost my job my kids can't can't go to school but I think it changed the perspective when you think actually there's really young you know there's young people out there by themselves without you know family support during this time as well 
So you're living by yourself at the minute due to the COVID-19 lockdown, but when there were people living in the flat with you, was there anybody in particular that you gravitated towards more so than anybody else? Um, well, so in first year, um, I got on quite well with one of the girls. I got on quite well with her. Um, then there were two girls who were best friends already. I mean, we pretty much got on quite well. Um, it's just we didn't, like, hang out much. Right. Um, we only saw each other in the flat. I was only really close to one girl in the flat in first year. And whilst being in second year, obviously I'm with different people um, and we don't really um, talk to each other. Not in, I, mean, like, I no, suppose it, it does change though, doesn't it? Like first year it's all about like having fun and meeting new people and second year it's more like you kind of focus on your studying. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's nice that you got on with them though. Yeah, we'll that can't always be the case. <laughs> um, are you still close with them, like the girl from first year? Yeah, we still talk every now and then. That's really nice. And did you make friends outside of your halls? Yeah, so I made some friends in my course, uh, made some friends at Freshers, um, mm-hmm. made some friends down in the communal area at Freshers. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, Freshers is a great time to make new friends. Uh, I feel like everything's just so fresh, it's so new. It's everyone's in the same boat really, and that yeah. nobody knows anyone and everyone's like everyone's open to meet new friends. Did you join any clubs or societies? Yeah, um so I joined the choir, uh, the DMU mm-hmm. choir. So sort of singing at graduations and stuff like that. Oh that's uh, cool. Yeah, so that's what I joined sort of in uni and then mm-hmm. outside uni I joined a dance school so I do ballet um contemporary and commercial oh that's so cool like you're so artistic but like academic as well that's (laughs) impressive (laughs) and you know I just go you know swimming every now and then and do a bit of yoga yeah Yeah, that's good I mean I love yoga I've been like trying to do yoga every day since like this lockdown (laughs) getting used to it but um I started it like months ago and Mm. Honestly, it does. It really does change, like the way you move, and like, yeah. the way you feel. Yeah, I encourage everyone to get involved in yoga. It's great. <laughs> it's <really cool. laughs> so, what are your favourite social things to do when we're not on lockdown? Um, hmm. it's probably just going to my dance school. So, going dance, um, going out clubbing, uh, yeah. going spoons. I could listen. Everyone loves the spoons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your go-to order at spoons? Do you have one? Just get a full English most of the time, and then like a mm-hmm. yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do yogas. Um, my yeah. go-to drinks are gin sling. I love a gin sling. Um, but like food-wise, you can't go wrong with a spoons breakfast. Yeah. No, I love spoons. Oh God, I miss spoons. Same. This is so emotional. Yeah, I can imagine when lockdown's over, I think that's probably the go-to place for everyone. Oh, honestly, it is. I'm going to live there. <laughs> I love the place. <laughs> so what are you missing most then at the minute? <clears throat> Other than spoons. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? At the start of the year, I just got a DMU membership for the gym. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought this year I'm going to do more swimming do more yoga and this has happened mm-hmm. 
So I do well, understand. I saw this meme and it was like, oh no, the gyms have closed just when I was about to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, same. I was yeah. just about to get into it and there we go, it's closed. Yeah. So, I do miss doing stuff there. I miss being out. No, yeah, same. Especially because it's getting quite sunny now. It's, you know. Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? It's getting yeah. sunny as we're locked in. But um, beer gardens as well, when this lockdown's lifted... It's yeah. going to be absolutely crazy. I can't wait. I think it's going to be like 24-7 parties. Yeah, definitely. I'm ready. I'm ready for that. <laughs> My birthday's um, in the summer, so hopefully um, I'll be able to celebrate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I have friends that are, like, having birthdays now, and oh they're Aries, so, like, you know, they love to party. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but what's your star sign? Uh, Leo. Oh, Leo. Yeah, is that a fire sign? I'm sure it is. Or maybe that's yeah, a lion, I think. Lion. Yeah, I'm sure Leo is a fire sign. I'm hoping this lockdown's completely gone by then because I think everybody who's had birthdays during the lockdown is going to be celebrating the birthdays afterwards. And then there's yeah. obviously people who've got the birthdays afterwards and everybody yeah. else who's just celebrating for celebrating sake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be a little bit sad right now, but... I think to stay positive, we should just think about what's to come afterwards. Yeah, I know. So how are you staying social then at the minute? Um, well, I'm using House Party, mm-hmm. Zoom, uh, Snapchat, <laughs> social yeah. media. All the social medias, yeah. I think yeah. House Party's great right now. I love the games that they have on it. I know, same, yeah. I get really upset though when I don't win, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm a terrible I'm- loser. <laughs> But yeah. it's good that you've got um, social media to keep in contact with friends. Yeah. Um, so yeah. thank you. Thank you so much for coming on with me today. And I hope that, you know, you find something to keep yourself busy with, which I'm sure you will with all the instruments in your room. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for tuning into our second episode. I hope everyone's feeling okay during this unusual time. But as I mentioned earlier, you can find us on Instagram at This Is Us Podcasts. And I'll be live streaming from there every weekday evening from 8pm. So if you are feeling a little bit lonely during this time, then do come say hi. And if you fancy being on the next episode of the podcast, then slide into the DMs. We also have a Spotify playlist, which we're building as we welcome each guest onto the show. So all you have to do is go onto Spotify and search for This Is Us podcast playlist. One last thing, Diana mentioned earlier that she's working on a new website to support young people during this difficult time. That website is letstalkyouth.co.uk. So if you're interested, go check that out. I hope you're all staying safe, staying indoors, saving lives, saving the NHS. We've got this. Have a great day and we will be back very soon with episode three.